my podcast. No, I'm just Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, man, welcome back to the Business Friday podcast, the greatest podcast. And I stand behind it. I guarantee it. They know me more than the General Mills. <laughs> they know me as the Pepsman General Mills. I don't know if I said it right. I got it, but I miss the word. Ladies and gentlemen, man, you guys will know who I am. It's your favorite sidekick. It's your favorite trans talker. Mr. Fungi K. Pennington, a.k.a. Fungi Doug Jones, in the building. And of course, make sure you guys follow us on all our socials at Basement Friday across the board. You got Aaron Poinsetti, and of course, you got Fungi Doug on all social media platforms. But without further ado, who can I do that with you? Because I don't want to hold up Bruce's time. My man Bruce, <laughs> he got to he got to get the good word and Bruce, the floor is all yours, brother. Hey y'all, <laughs> it's your boy Aaron from the city back again with another episode of Basement Friday podcast. Make sure you check us out on all streaming services, also on YouTube, because the feud is over. We're not going to talk about that, but we are going to talk about the sauce that I just dropped. Um, I know last week, you know, we were talking about the update. And people been asking, you never put up the sauce. You never dropped it. You're a liar. Look, I, I put it up, all right? Now, no, no, go shop. No, he didn't, because no, I was looking for it. <laughs> I, I put it up. Go shop. Have fun. Make some pasta or whatever you're going to do with the sauce. No, he didn't, because I was looking for it. I ain't see it. Hey, y'all ain't see it. I ain't see it. So if I ain't see it, I know y'all ain't seen it. Nah, nah. You're lost in the sauce. But, hey, what Gucci man said? I forgot what he said. Sometimes uh, you get lost in the sauce, but if you're in the, if you ain't got no sauce, then you're already lost. Uh, good, you, man. Wise words. Uh, hey. Uh, but ladies and gents, guys, man, you guys already know what time it is. It's time for the the five minute round. Boom, boom, boom. And what the hell is going on? Talk to talk to a player. What is going on in your world? Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm going to tell you like this. Last week, I talked about, you know, fixing cars. You know, it's just the life I've been missing out on. This week, I got an update. I've been learning how to sew, right? You know, sometimes you got little holes in your clothes. You know, sometimes you got little rips here and there. So I was like, I don't feel like buying a new hoodie. You know what I mean? This is my tried and true indoors hoodie. You know, when you work from home, you get comfortable. So, ladies and gentlemen, I fixed my own hoodie. I sewed it. You know, I went on YouTube, you know, good old YouTube University, learned how to sew, went to a dollar store, got a sewing kit, you know, and I got busy. So, right here, you probably can't see, but like, you know, if you look at the V, you know, you look at the V, it it's stitched together. You know, I know a couple episodes ago it was hanging, you know, look a little jaggedy, but I stitched it together, you know. I'm a classic, man. You know, we we getting real stylish out here. Not only just, you know, sewing things together, you know. Don't ask me to sew things for you, right? I'm not that good at sewing, right? I just know how to, you know, put things together in the time of need. Well, YouTube, there goes our hopes and dreams, man. <laughs> there you go. Hey, look, hey. All I'm saying, you know, uh, if I know how to do a little stitch here and there, 
You know, you know. He I said, ain't no channels going to drop, but. He said, oh, Bucks. He said, don't ask me to show you nothing. I said, well, you too. I guess we can't do that. Hey, look, that's one revenue be in there with the sewing machine. My man said, oh, he said, don't ask me. Don't ask me. My, my bottom on my sleeve rip. You think you can? Nope. Don't ask. No questions. <laughs> my hoodie came all the way off. Dang, that's crazy, bro. That's he looking crazy. like, that's crazy. Look, I went to Family Dollar with the sewing kit. Hey, bro, it's always YouTube. You know what I mean? I think it was an Think it's that stationary stuff. Yeah, go and check hey, look, it. Man. Hey, look, I don't know if you got a Michaels in your area, but you know, all I'm gonna say is protect your fingers. You know, they got the little dimples, you know, they really work in your favor. You don't want to have no stabs in your finger, you know. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Lord have mercy. Well, ladies and just man, for me. I'm gonna be real child, man. My week was pretty chill for the most part. I think I done drove myself crazy a little bit, but you know, it's, it is what it is though. You know, I'm always driving myself crazy. But um I be seeing as see this is why this is why I'm be real with you. Like this is why I stay off the internet. I mean I'm on the internet, but this is why I don't this is why I don't take the internet serious as most people do. Because I was on Facebook, right? And I seen a girl wrote, she wrote a post. She said she was trolling, but I'm like, at this point, I don't think it's considered trolling because you see it so often, but I'm, and I'm be, I'm be blunt on this show, y'all. So I'm be, you know, break, brace yourself. But she really, she really wrote, she said, she said, as a man, if you go to travel smoothie, you're gay. I said, damn. And all you saw the comments, it was like, damn, I can't have a smoothie no more. <laughs> like, but it's so crazy though. Like she might say she was trolling and joking, but that's literally how a lot of the world thinks. Like there's literally a list of stuff that like like men can't do. Men can't even breathe. Oh, as a man, yeah. why are you breathing? Damn. I mean, what I'm supposed to be holding your breath. You know what I'm saying? I seen I seen a girl I seen a girl on Facebook say, as a man. No, I think that was on Twitter. She was like, as a man, yeah. why are you ordering uh, uh appetizers? Men eat meals. Damn, I'm supposed to starve before the meal get here. I'm supposed to be you be like, you good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> good. Hey, Would you like hey, appetizer? Hey. Nah, I ain't on oh, nah, I don't eat meals. What? Bro, I can eat, I'll eat a box of cheese in a heartbeat before I cook my dinner. I mean, I'm gonna get something. Let me hey, get something. Look, them, them biscuits at uh red lobster, man. Yeah, what you mean? Shoot. Talking about some like she talking about some. You drink if you go to tropical smooth. I said, well, I guess I I don't, I guess I don't know what to tell you because I be a tropical smooth. I don't drink tropical smooth every day, but some days I do wake up and give me a a, a wrap and a smoothie. You know what I mean? Sometimes you want to eat healthy and clean. You don't want to always be let me go eat some junk food or something like that. Let, nah, some morning you just be like, you know what? A good smoothie would get me through this day right now. They do. You know what I mean? I'm sure everybody that watches our show, some people, some people uh, drink smoothies, some people don't. I'm gonna be real with you. If I had to pick between, I'm gonna have to pick. I'm a, I like tropical smoothie. Smoothie can't kind of lo lose me sometimes, but hey, I like tropical smoothie. I don't smoothie can't kind of. Eh, I had smoothie king once. It, it's not. It's not all. It's not all that. It's okay. It's not. All that. I would. I would prefer tropical smoothie. Yes. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? But the way when she like her trolling, her trolling and saying stuff like that, she sounded the type of person that she only date dudes that drink soda all day long. I'm like, damn, brother, you don't not drink no clean drinks at all, bro. You just drink straight sodas all day. Mm. Be drinking Rock Creek fruit punches and all that. Nah, nah, we can't do that. Sometimes we gotta grow up, you know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, damn, I know I still eat wings and mumbo sauce, but damn, I don't eat that every day. You know what I mean? Some days I be wanting to eat Chipotle, and I eat, I eat a lot of Cava sometimes. Anytime I feel good, I be like, yo, let me go to Cava. Let me go to Mesa. Eat good, be over there like, let me, hey, put some put some of that crumble feather in there. Put, yeah. be enjoy my bowl, because I'm trying to eat a little clean, though. You know, I'm getting old. I can't, I can't eat all that. I can't eat all that heavy stuff all the time. I mean, she up there, you know, eating. She, I mean, I, I think the guy's name, like on Twitter, the guy who got the list, I think Elgin Smith or something like that. Shout out, shout out, my boy Ed, Elgin on Twitter. I it, stuff like that, it it definitely is trolling. You know, I think it's funny because the fact that you know he made this list, I think we're closing in on 400, 400 different things guys can do. You know, I think women that called on to the list. So they're just saying anything, you know, that's on the list. You know, as a man, you know, why are you wearing hats and do-rags indoors? I, I think that's I think that's a little zesty. See? This is why. <laughs> I think that's a little zesty. And you know, you know, anything you can find online, you put on the list. So I think, you know, it's kind of like, you know, just for giggles at, at this point. But some of the stuff on that list, you know, women really do feel strongly about. Oh, which... of course. Oh, of course. 100%. That's why I was like, when she wrote that, she said about some, it was just a joke. I said, that ain't that, that ain't that, that's not a joke. Like, you wrote, you really got up and went on Facebook and wrote, if you're, as a man, why are you drinking, why are you drinking smooth, why are you drinking tropical smoothie? You really got up. See, this is the thing, this is the thing with me and social media. When y'all post this stuff, you really get up. Tell us I'm about to troll for likes and views, likes and comments. No, it's literally you took the time out to get on social media to write stuff like that. You took the time out on your computer, on your phone, as a man. You probably and it's great because she probably she probably seen a dude drinking tropical smoothie, and that's what and that's what made her like write that because she probably seen a dude drinking tropical smoothie. That's hey, probably man, I, I tell you like this, bro, like. I, I stay in tropical smoothie, so <laughs> I, I stay get, in that. When I get the chance, I go to tropical smoothie all the time. Hey, I, I stay in there. Like I'm, I'm in there so much, you know. The cruising again, you know. <laughs> Welcome back, you know. Yeah, you know the usual. I, yeah, I mean, when I got the time, I definitely I go in there. So I mean, I don't know, man. They they, they be lunching. They, I don't know. I ain't. Well, what what what's your smoothie of choice when you go? Oh, the mango man! I drink mango yeah. smoothie. Mango's always my go-to. Mango magic. Yeah, yeah. mango magic. That's my go-to in a in a little uh, Chipotle. Uh, uh, what was it bacon wrap? Yeah, bro. Yeah. I, I, I'm good to go, bro. Shoot. Shoot, I I'm I think for me, I I got one that's safe, but you know, every time I went, I got the chia banana boost. See, yeah, see, I don't be, I don't be trying to get that adventurous though. I always just get my safe choice, man. I think I tried a different one. I can't remember which one it was that I tried, but I said it's good, but I'm gonna stick to my mango though. You know what I mean? Every every time I've been like recently, I've been trying to, you know, not get the usual. Try at least a different one every time. But them them uh Southwest wraps, man, 
Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, first of all, shout out to Shorty who tried to troll the internet by saying men came, men gave you drink chocolate smoothie. I'm like, I guess, I'm guess <laughs> yeah, I'm I guess I'm gay, man, because I still I guess I'm too fruity then, because I be, <laughs> I drink hey. chocolate, I drink chocolate smoothie. I don't drink it like, I don't drink it five days a week, but I, when I get the time, I'm like, you know, I'm sure. about to go get me a chocolate smoothie today. I mean, I mean, if you drink smoothies, that's what make it gay, man. Hey, I guess I'm all the colors in a rainbow and a bag of Skittles, because... You, know, you ain't gonna tell me, you know, being healthy, you know, tropical smoothie, you know. Just hire me for Pride Month, I guess. Right. Don't take man. Hey, a couple of days away, so I guess you gonna see me on a float holding yeah. tropical smoothie. They're like, why? Away. Why are you here? Cause man, I drink tropical smoothie. They're like, what? I drink tropical smoothie. There was a girl on the internet that said, "I drink tropical <laughs> smoothie, man." So hey, here I am. <laughs> here I am. Here I am, man. Nah, but we're we going to get into today's episode. First, we want to start off with the update, right? You know, the, the reason why, you know, this episode is going to get pretty detailed about, you know, job market and, you know, things like that. But we want that update. You know, last week, uh, you said it's going to give us an update. You know, you're in your car, you know, filing in them uh, applications. Oh. Oh, oh, that was, that was a signal. Oh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Nah, man. Um, I had a uh, I had an interview this week. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, eh, we gonna see how it go. You know how you just do interviews and you know what I mean? it went pretty well. But uh, we gonna see how it go. And if I get a call back, cool. I'm the type of person. I'm the type of person. I don't bank off for like one uh, job. Like literally, when I go on an interview. Soon as I as soon as I lead an interview, I'm back on Indeed just filling out job applications. And if that job come through, I bet. If not, I can back to the drawing board. Like I had one. First of all, I had one job. Like I know I've been trying to get. I, I know I've been trying to get into like the sales field and all that. But sometimes y'all field is weird. Let me explain why, man. Uh, and because when I when I hear the word management, I think of decent pay right why this man gonna say oh you gotta do a list of this and this and this and we start out with 14 dollars i said wait what i'm stopping stop back back there again you said what's the starting pay oh no nah, i'm okay with that ball hey how does orientation sound orientation for what oh no nah, i'm not gonna be there bro <laughs> oh I, no i'm not gonna be there bro i ain't gonna be there at all because <laughs> right. this man I'll, said i'm in my bed uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna be there, bro. Orientation for what? Nah, I'm okay, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I took, I took the, I took the interview on Zoom. You know what I mean? You gotta look good from the neck up, <laughs> from the waist up. You know what I'm saying? But, nah, you took, just took the interview. You know, like, like I said, I'm never one. I'm not gonna be one to, to shoot down an opportunity before I hear what they gotta say. You know what I mean? That's what most people. Most people are like, oh, I ain't doing that, but. uh Nah, you hear what they got say when they don't feel what you like, just be like, hey, you know, I appreciate, you know, y'all taking the time to reach out to him, but I'm going to respectfully decline. The problem with that job is they ain't even let me respectfully decline. They they just didn't, they just, they literally, they literally called me was just like, hey, we want to say to do orientation, nine o'clock work for you. I was, I was trying to go and do back. I was like, hey, man, this ain't going to work for me. My man ain't calling back. I said, whip, <laughs> it's whip. It's always in the next day, I guess. Cause, but hey, you know what I mean. Like, listen, guys, job hunting is it, it's it's a grind. It take time. 
I do want to get. I do want to go over some job interview etiquette though before I turn to my man Aaron. But I'm gonna let Aaron go first before I touch on that because I be seeing some wild stuff when it comes to these job interviews. But Aaron, go ahead, bro. Hey, we're going to hold on to that point because it comes after this point, you know, hopefully you guys out there, you know, doing your resume, doing your best, you know, putting your best foot forward. Let's talk about people who are not putting the best foot forward. Line on your resume. So everybody knows, you know, sometimes you got to add a little fluff, a little pizzazz, a little razzle dazzle, you know, to make your presentation good. But some of y'all go too far. And unfortunately, some of you guys can't back up what you put. Now, I, I think for me, I'll just go ahead and say it. Should you lie on your resume? I wouldn't say lie on your resume, right? Well, I, I, I would say, should you lie on your resume? Only certain people, right? Mm -hmm. Only certain people can lie on the resume. If you can back up what you put on your resume, proceed if you cannot back up what you put in your resume do not do it because because i'm gonna tell you like this right if you let's say you're going to be an engineer right oh lord you say hey i know five different coding languages but you don't know one coding language they're going to say okay you know five coding languages that's good you know that's like six figures. Okay, we want to do an interview. You know what they're going to do in the interview? They're going to ask you about it. They're going not. They're not going to ask you about they're it. Ask you too. They're not. They're not going to ask you about it. They're going to have you do a test right in front they're, of them. They're going. They're going to test you for real. For real. It was like, hey, we're going to give you a scenario. Go ahead and code this part of the website for us, and you going to sit there stuck. Thinking like, dang, I got this far. And they're going to look at you like you crazy. They're going to look at you like Diddy and that other guy from The Voice. I, I think that was what it was. Diddy and that guy going back and forth with the look. They're going to look at you back and forth like that. So I want to hear your opinions online on your resume. Like I said, like, I'm glad you, like, you, you said it better. You said it better because like stuff like that, yeah, you don't do. Okay, because you never know what the job is going to really like ask. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when you fill out a job application, especially going to Indeed, you read all the, the duties. You don't do half of that stuff, but you really don't. You don't do half of it. But don't go in there and say no big wild stuff like, like Aaron said, like I know five coding languages. I have this this license, this certification, this certification. Like, and if you don't have it. Or you be like, yeah, you know, I've worked in, I've worked in this type of field, and I know, uh, I know data code, and like, like, come on, bro, like nobody knows it. Now, have I lied on my resume? Yes, but I did it with good intention. Let me tell you why. Look at the jobs, like, oh yeah, <laughs> we ready to get. <laughs> but I literally took, I literally took what the job gave me, and I gave myself a time, and I and I ran with it because. When I used to do when I when I was doing loss invention at Ross, right? They kept giving me, they they pointed me and they they gave me like the leadership role, right? Like every time something, oh, you're supposed to train your team, your team, your like they kept they kept they kept coming to me every time the team messed up. 
hey, you need to get your team together, man. Hey, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need. To. And again, like, I'm not getting paid supervisor money. I'm a regular associate just like everybody else. But he was like, yeah, you got to make sure your team is up to par with this. Hey, we got to visit them all and make sure they do this, this, and this. Hey, make sure the desk is this, 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 this. So you know what I put on my resume? Loss prevention supervisor. <laughs> you, you might as well give me the title if, if you're going to give me all the work. So stuff like that, yes, I will. I can understand that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That, yes. And even at, on most security jobs, like most security jobs, like I'm over there, I'm over there training, I'm over there training. You, this is how, this is how you, this is how you uh, fill out your, uh, what's the joke? Like when, on, on your resume, when it like, when you like, what do you do on a day-to-day -day basis? Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what that's for. All right. So like even on some of my jobs, I'm like, man, train all the new security guards. Go over this and they were also oh, you you so you be training. You got training experience? Hell yeah, I got training experience. I done trained all them new guys. Now why they get fired? I don't know. I'm still in the job. They must did something. They must went rogue or something. I have no idea what they got going on. But again, you can put training. If you if you going over everything with somebody, training, <laughs> like coaching, uh, like like data entry. Like you gotta write some stuff. Like your your resume is not necessarily lying, but at the same time, like being a security guard, let's be real. You won't got you don't have that many skills. Cause you ain't doing nothing for real. So every time, every time you do something, you be like, I'm gonna add this on my resume. Boom. Data data entry. Every time you be like, hey, you gotta pull out, you gotta pull a report in every hour. That's you entering data into into a report. Boom. Data entry. Walking the perimeter. That ain't really a skill. All you're doing is walking around, patrolling. Boom. Write that down. You know what I mean? Like uh sitting in sitting in front of the computer. You can do got you can put you got computer skills? Yeah, I got computer skills. I know how to use Microsoft. You had to you you had to learn how to do uh you had to learn how to uh, do Microsoft because you was um putting in reports. You adding the skill like granted, granted, you ain't doing that much. But so that's how I said that's how you kind of can embezzle. Your resume a little bit. Yeah. You can make yourself seem like you're doing a lot, but on the job, you literally sitting at the desk probably just like, yeah, I seen you from that. Beep, go ahead, bro. Beep, go ahead, bro. Let me put a re an hourly report in, click, done. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, you, oh, you need to go upstairs, you gotta fix something? All right, cool. And you like, can I, make, I you're making a task on your resume as you go, because you be like, oh, protection or whatever the case may be, or, um, Bad, like checking badges and stuff like that. So when you go to one security job to probably a higher end security job, like, oh, okay, so he know about proper procedures and checking badges and stuff. Like, oh, okay, so you've done that before. Yeah, I've done that before. I, I, I get that, you know. I think going back to the point where it's like, you know, some people could do it. Like, I understand lying, you know. I wouldn't even say, like, lie on your resume. I don't recommend lying, right? No. But I do recommend like fluff, fluff up your resume, right? Because the issue with like people lying on a resume is you don't know what the hell is going on, but you just put it on your resume. But if you fluff it on, fluff it up, you have some idea, you're familiar with it, right? And you just put it on your resume. Like something I would say is, you know, if you like, let's say, oh, I know five different code languages. You could say, hey, I personally don't know five code languages. I know a good two or three. But if you had experience with those two or three, 
but you're not like an expert, put it on your resume, right? You don't have to be an expert. That's the thing. You don't have to be an expert to put on your resume. You just have to have some experience, you know, just like Funk said, you just have to have some experience in that area to know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like another thing, you know, when people have like X years of experience, you know, that's not really something you want to lie about either because there's certain, you know, amount of years, like, and Funk can attest to this because, you know, loss prevention, right? Certain things, you know, from having years of experience in like security that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't know your first year in. So like, if they ask you like certain protocols or like how to do certain things, you might be like, I don't know what that is. But if you have years of experience, you're like, oh, I know exactly what it is. I know what to do. So it's just like, if you know you can back it up, if you're on the track to figuring out how to do something, put it on your resume. So by the time they hit you up for an interview, you know, you study, if you hopping on the YouTube and learning more about it, you can put it on your resume, right? As long as you're taking the active steps to get out of the way. See, being like laws of engine security, right? Right. First thing, guys, is the same thing, right? Just one, just do things different than the other. But laws of engine is basically retail security. And again, like experience, experience helps some jobs because now they're just thinking like, you got experience. Cool. We don't have to start from the ground up. Now we just got to be like, hey, here's how, here's how we do things. You already got the experience, but now you need to do it our way. You know what I mean? Because let's be real, the 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 five the five keys to doing laws of mention is entry, selection, concealment, surveillance, and points of sales. Meaning you have to watch them come in the store, you have to watch them pick up the merchandise, where they put it at, whether it's in their book bag, pocket, jacket, whatever. You gotta physically watch them walk around the store and make sure they don't just dump that junk somewhere, and you gotta make sure they don't attempt to uh uh just walk out of the store with they don't they don't make no attempt to try to pay for it. See, as an ex, as an experienced loss prevention, mind you, I mind you, I don't even do loss prevention anymore. But as an experienced loss prevention, if I were to go back to loss prevention, it's gonna be easier for me because I know that already. That's like the number one priority thing is your five steps. They're like, like what about your five steps? But when somebody's new. So again, if it's me, if it's me going for interview versus somebody new, they're gonna be like, uh, uh, like it's my first security job versus me. I'm like, oh, you talking about the five steps? Yeah, I, yeah. Like, yeah, nah, like certain things to watch out for. Okay, cool. Like, like they might not know what external theft is, internal theft is. They don't know what to look for between the two. So that's what I say when you think about experience, like I can go anywhere. But I'm gonna have to just learn how to because I went going from Ross to TJ Maxx. It's the same it's the same type of company, but just one didn't catch shoplifters and the other did. So now just like, hey, we're gonna teach you how to catch a shoplifter, not just not not just scare the shoplifters. We're gonna teach you how to actually catch them and all that. So now I'm now I can take my experience and teach somebody new and be like, hey, I wouldn't do that. Don't do that, man. Hey, don't worry about that. So that's what I say. Like, it's, it's, it's skills is different here, people. That's why I tell people, I'm like, like, rep, like, like, um, um, degrees, degrees look good because like you, you went, you went to college and all that. But 
if you went to college and you gain your first job with no experience, and then you got somebody who's been who's been around in the field for like 15, 20, again, I've been in security for like eight years. So imagine you going imagine somebody who fresh out of college, got a degree, but they don't know nothing. Then you got somebody like me who's been around eight, nine years. They're gonna be like, well, I mean, you got a degree, that's cool, but you got my man right who we can just throw him into the field and he gonna pick this up like that. So that's why I said when you guys be on your resume, like, yo, if you ain't never done things, if you never done certain certain things, don't say it. Because you never know. Like Lost mentioned, they do try, they do make you, they say, oh yeah, you caught shopping before? Hey, so how did you do it? And then you then they then they put you on blast, you be like, wait, you did that? Mm. So if you so you didn't physically see it? Mm. They're gonna start questioning them like, hmm, did you really catch shoplifters? Cause mm, I don't know about all that, bro. That sounds like a bad stop right there, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they they gonna start questioning because so that's what I was like. You you don't wanna you don't wanna go over the top. Don't it's like like you said, fluff it, but don't oversell it. Don't right. be I don't do like yeah, I got combat training and I got just yeah. don't don't go that far. You know, if you got some type of special license, put it on the resume. That be, that might make it look good. Like, oh, you got, I see you got your license for this, 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 and this. That's great. Cool. Don't be like, don't say you got the license and you don't got the license no more. Because then yeah. now they're going to be like, they be, I see you got the license. Oh, yeah, I used to have it. Why, why is it still on your resume? We hired, we wanted you because we seen you had that, that certain certification already. Ah, nah, I used to have it, though. Ah. Yeah, I know you did say uh, you would talk about certain things you notice on like job resumes and things like that. You wanted to get that point in. Oh no, no, I had enough. I had a whole another thing to go when it comes to jobs, but not not even resumes. There's a job. I'm gonna let you go because before we switch topics, I'm gonna get my piece in about this. This don't make no sense since we on job. But go ahead, brother. I think, you know, right now we talk about like, you know, we're leaning into like job hacks, right? As as far as like how to get the job, you know, things to do to get that job. I, I feel like when a lot of people try to get certain jobs, they do it the wrong way. You know, they don't know what they're doing, don't know what to look for. And the first step is like, did you even do research, you know? Right. Did you even take the time to figure out what you wanted to do? I feel like the, the issue with a lot of people is that the issue is they're driven by money and they end up getting to a job that they don't like and then they quit six months later and then they get to another job and then they quit four months later. All you're doing is hopping back and forth in between jobs and you can't and if you put it on your resume the hiring manager gonna look at you like you're crazy like why you keep leaving jobs you don't look reliable oh yeah they don't like that if you staying in a job like only like a year and then you dip and then you year or like six months yeah they, they're not gonna hire you because they gonna, like you said they, you're not reliable they're gonna be like well i see you switch jobs after, after every like six months why should we hire you if you're not gonna be here that long 
I like, feel like you do need that good balance. Like some jobs, you know, you got three years, then you got one year, and you got two years, then you got three years. Yeah. At that point, they're like, okay, I, I see what's going on. But if you're doing six months, two years, one year, four months, why would I hire this person if I know they're going to not stick around? If you ain't never, if you ain't never stayed at a job longer than a year, they probably gonna look at you crazy because they gonna be like, if you only gonna be here for a couple of months, I'm not right. gonna hire you. Because I see people who sabotage themselves all the time. They get the job, then they complain all over social media, and then they end up getting fired or let go, and then they complain. You're setting yourself up. Why? Why can't you just shut up and do the work? It's not that hard. Man, this job suck. I hate working. This my last day. 30 days later. I swear this my last day. Another 30 days later. I'm telling y'all today really is my last day, y'all. Oh, man. <laughs> man, go back to work. Oh, social media <laughs> complaining. So you've been saying this for like three months that you was gonna quit this job. Right. My wife hit this, man. <laughs> I promise y'all, today's my last oh, day. It's, it's Thanksgiving. You still complaining about this? Like, You've been complaining for the last six months that you're going to quit this job. you still here. They got the holiday shift talk about, man. I, I'm telling y'all, I know I said it before, but this time, it really is it. I'm like, all right, I'll see you next year. <laughs> no more, man. Crazy, man. I want to touch on something right quick because I've, I've seen this a lot over the years. Yeah. I don't care what type of job you are going. Have you guys ever heard the saying, dress for the job that you want? I don't care. I don't care if you're going, I don't care if you're going for an executive VP or a goddamn cashier at McDonald's. You're going to dress for the damn job you want. I am so sick and tired, and I've been so sick and tired of seeing people come into jobs just dressed like, like, like it's just nothing to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coming in with coming in with shirt shorts. Um, like ripped jeans, the yeah, Crocs, jeans and stuff. I mean, that y'all like you in for an interview? Crocs and socks. Croc got that Crocs on. I'm like, why should I even? Why? Why would they even want to hire you? Right. Like the reason why I see it because it's like being security. Like I'm the first one they come to me. Like, yeah, I got an interview at like two. So I'm like, I bet. Did it, the two o'clock interview show up? I'll be like, you trying to get a job with here looking like that? Nah, you know, but. First of all, an inter interview would be like 40, it probably be like, depends on the depends on the hiring man. Some interviews be like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 15 minutes. You telling me you couldn't go put on a polo shirt. Yeah. A polo shirt or for ladies like a nice blouse, some little, some, some, some slacks. You telling me you couldn't go put on some khakis or some, some slacks and some damn some hard dress shoes. You <laughs> ain't got a pair of hard dress shoes. Mine stay in the car. I got them one Jones. Every time I got to do an interview, I throw them Jones on right They got the job khakis. I just, those are, I took the job shoes. I got them the, <laughs> I, know, I got interview today, cool. Wear my regular shoes to the interview, switch shoes in the car. Soon as I leave, put my regular shoes back on, and I get on up out of there. But y'all tell me, y'all can't, y'all can't wear, y'all can't wear, y'all can't look business casual for about 15 minutes. Y'all can't be business. Y'all can't be business casual for fifteen minutes, thirty minutes. Y'all got going in. Y'all got going in. You got your rest in peace, your rest in peace shirt on. You know what I'm saying? 
You going in with a hat on. I'm like, fam, you why you got a hat on, bro? You know I know y'all, I know y'all listening thinking this is crazy, but this is actually real. This is true, this is factual. Like you see, I just seen girls go to interview with crop tops on. I'm like, fam, why do you have a crop top on? <laughs> Are you a customer? You want to, like granted, like especially when I used to work in retail, like they used to show up to interviews with whatever they wanted. I'm like, fam, I understand that this is not a, a Fortune 500 company, but goddamn. You ain't gonna at least try to show up looking like something. Jesus, like they just show up, they show up, they show up again, distressed jeans, polo shirt, and new balance on. I'm like, fam, where are you about to go? You don't even look like you dressed for the interview. You look like you about to step out on the streets right quick. You about to make some moves right quick. Like, hey, hold on right quick. Let me step in and do this interview right quick. <laughs> like, don't even care if you get the interview or not. You just be like, hold on, y'all. Let me step. Yeah, hey. They in the call like, hey, hey, I'll be back, y'all. Let me do this interview right quick. <laughs> go in there and just go in there and say whatever and be like, hey, I don't know if I got the job or not. Who cares, though? All right, what's the move, though? What? Wait, what? what? Hey, man, I, I tell you this interview story. I remember, uh, like, one of my first couple of jobs, you know, I applied to JCPenney. Mm. So, so I remember going downtown D.C., you know, looking apart because J.C. Penny, you know, is a store and you still got to dress up. So I remember I had the all black on, you know, I had the black shirt, black slacks, black shoes. Mm -hmm. It's not a funeral, you know, but I, that's what I had at the time, you know, color coordinator. So I went in the interview. I was early. I was sitting there for like an hour. They just made us wait. So it was finally my time to go in there. She shook my hand. She was like, yeah, do, 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 do. How you doing? Nice to meet you. Let's get started. Asking interview questions. So I'm answering them. You know, I'm knocking them out the park. And then it got to a point where, like, she started ask, asking some really interesting questions that had nothing to do with the job. So I'm looking at this lady crazy. I'm like, lady, you're acting like this is a Fortune 500 company. You're acting like... I'm applying to JP Morgan Chase or something. This is JC Penny. This is a part-time job. This is not that big of a deal. And at that point, I was mentally out of it. Like I, I didn't care. I started fumbling the answers. I was like, hey, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? That that was crazy. And she was kind of looking at me like, what happened? And I said, you know, it was great. Me and you had a great interview. I thought it went well. Nice to meet you. I walked at that interview. I was like, man, let me go grab myself some coffee or something from All Bomb Pain. Because, you know, they got a whole bunch of those downtown D.C. Mm -hmm. I, I got back on the train and left. I was like, that was a waste of my time. <laughs> I, 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 I want to ask this question. Do you feel like, you know, when it comes to an interview... Do you feel like some of them, the hiring managers, take it too seriously yeah. compared to what the job is? <laughs> bro, bro, I've been on a lot of security jobs where they take that job way too serious, bro. Yeah. They take it way too serious. I'm talking about they be like, yeah, you know, and the clients, they do like, can you, do you think you can handle that? I mean, I can't. <laughs> I've been on security for a long time. <laughs> They were like, yeah, and every day, like the clients, they don't the clients don't want to see you slacking off. And trust me, the, you and the clients see you like this, they won't, they won't, they, you won't like they don't give you no strikes up here. 
Trust me, like, cause again, when I used to work at, when I used to do security in the mall at Tyson Corner, that's how they, that's how everybody came off. Everybody came off as, oh, the, the, uh, the, the, not the, the mall, the, the, the mall people, the office people. They say, yeah, they just walk around, and if they see you slack, you're fired just like that. So, hey, trust me, they don't give no warnings, they don't give no chances. You think you can handle? We're here to make the customer, the client happy. I mean, I know that already. Right. It's like, but you make it seem like. You make it, but you make it seem like if if the client is getting beat up, I'm supposed to just go over there and <laughs> and, and be over there like, no, get out of here, like like that's how you making it sound. I'm supposed to be turning to Rambo and Rocky all of a sudden. with a German suplex. Yeah, like I'm supposed to be over there just spearing and tackling people. Like, <laughs> granted, it's my job to make sure the mall is safe, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's like th these clients, people, they don't care about you. You can be replacing a heartbeat because trust me, that's what happened. With like if people don't people don't know Tyson Corner in Virginia, there's a mall park, there's an office park, and then there's residential all on one property. I was literally down, I was they literally had me in the residential jump, easy as ever, right? I literally, I literally I literally sat by the front desk. Right, well where most security guards chill out, chill at at the front desk by the by the uh, the concierge and all that. Like a a, a week or two later. I got pulled from I got pulled from residential and I got put I got put in the mall. Then nobody explained me what happened. Then nobody say nothing to me. Just just know somebody snitched. So again, these things happen in these things happen in security all the time. Like security, like that's why I say in security, there is no friend. Like there's no friend. First of all, there's no friends at the job, period. There's no friends at the job. There's no being there's no when you had a job, I don't care what people be like, yeah, like that manager cool as a mug. That manager is not cool. Cause guess what? If it's your job versus their job, who who job who job you think they gonna save? Yours? You they gonna pick their self, they gonna pick you over themselves? Yeah, yeah, all right. Guess what? <laughs> guess what? When the manager, when, when the head, when the, the general manager or the top manager come to them, we say, like, hey, they were slacking off on your shift. What's up with that? You like, man, I don't like. Now, guess what? If they want you to write them up, what you think they're going to do? They're going to have to write a wing for you. That's why they say there's no friends at the job. No friends in the industry. Yeah, there's no friends in the job. Trust me. Your friends, your friends, like you know, that that manager that you think you're so-called cool with, that be let you do whatever you want, they be, snitch, they be the ones snitching on the low. They be the ones snitching behind your back. That's how that's how the manager be knowing that y'all probably be back there smoking behind the trash can and stuff. Who do you think they got the information from? They got the information from the manager. The man and then the top manager go back there, run the goddamn cameras back, and see y'all be back there smoking. Y'all be back there smoking. Trust me. Now you're getting the write up, man. Like damn, who hot, bro? Who hot like that? That manager that you think you cool with? You can't. That's what I say. You can't be friends with everybody at the job. Cause why? You think you think everybody at the job your friends? No, they be snitching on you. They be snitching on the on the low too. Trust me. I used to do loss prevention. When I tell you how many damn, how many damn snitch forms I used to have to do on a day-to-day -day basis, because they be in this snitching. Oh yeah, she be taking, she be taking extra time. She be clock, she be clocking in before she can get here. They be eating snacks over there in the in the, in the fitting room. I don't think she paying for that. Why she be over there at the jewelry counter trying all the rings? I think she be stealing them. They be snitching on each other all day, every day. Trust me. I know. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. I've been to hell. Hell, the employees were snitching on me.
oh, he be, he be showing too much favoritism to certain people. I don't show favoritism to nobody. I guess it came, but because I didn't talk to certain people, it came off as, oh, he don't, he show favoritism. No, I just don't talk to you. That's the problem. I don't talk to you. You think I'm showing favoritism? I just don't talk to you. But hey, there's no friends in the industry, man. Like that manager, you got that manager, that manager collected their paycheck. They ain't worried about you. They gonna get their money straight up. And that's why I told, and that's why I used to do too with a lot of with a lot of security guards as well. I'm like, fam, at the end of the day, I'm not messing up my money for you. I said, at the end of the day, I come, I come here, do my job, and I go home. What you do on your shift, that's on you. The managers be complaining about me. Oh, he be doing this, 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 and this. Get rid of him then. What you want me to do? I can only train him but so much. I feel I feel like, you know, on top of that, like on side of that, like talk about interviews. I feel like looking at people the way they do it. We we talk about how people take uh interviews too seriously. Uh, who are like hiring managers? I feel like the people who are being interviewed also do too. Oh, facts. I remember, uh, you know, this man had a lot of jobs. Be quiet, y'all. I remember uh, working at Chuck E. Cheese, and I remember uh, going in there for an interview, and I was sitting down, and it was this girl. She was shaking like a leaf. You know, she was shaking like she was in a doctor's office about to get a shot in an arm when they draw blood or like when you get your annual booster or whatever, she was just shaking like a leaf. And I'm looking at her and I never in my life thought any job was really that serious. Like I'm, I'm like, you need, need me to call 911 or you need me to call an ambulance. Cause you shouldn't be shaking like that. Like that, that's almost a health issue. I mean, cause I could call him, you know, if you want, but when I did the interview, I was just talking to the guy and I liked him and he was pretty cool. He was like, yeah, I, I get your job. I was like, all right, cool. One thing that always happens, like every time you interview with somebody cool, they always end up leaving. Why is that happening? All the time, that's all the time, bro. <laughs> they always end up leaving. It will be that one person that has something to do with hiring you. And then you'd be like, all right, I can go to them for stuff. And then like a couple months in, yeah, hey, this is my last day. I'm like, what do you mean this your last day? That you dabbing at me and TJ Miles. The dude that hired me, like, literally, like, a month in, that dude was gone. I said, right. damn, bro. I was like, what the hell? I didn't even get to know you like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cool. But he was all, all cool and then just left. I, I want to get your, uh, I, I'm going to ask you this question. I feel like, do you feel like that people who are being uh, interviewed think about the job too deeply, like to where they overthink and it costs them their job opportunity? It depends. It depends on what job you're going for. Yeah. Like if it's like a job they really want, they're going to overthink the hell out of that job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it's like a job like they really, really want, they're going to try not, they're going to try to keep the, the answer like precise and perfection all that you know what i mean but um if it's just a, if it's just a job most people don't really trip that much and again i've i've had a i've had a lot of jobs you know what i mean but you gotta think because of the field that i was in 
I had to have, I had to, like, you don't stay, you know, as a security and law defense and security, you don't stay in one job. Yeah. Cause somebody even told, somebody even told me that, which is true though. He said, fam, look, this is security. He said, you always going to move, or you always going to be moving around because certain security, uh, certain security companies and certain positions pay higher than others. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you can be unarmed, but unarmed security guards don't pay that, get paid that way. So you got to move to arm. You got to move to, Get your secret. You gotta go to government security. You gotta go to federal security. You gotta, you gotta move around. But so that's why I moved. I moved around a lot. You know what I mean? But yeah, if it's for a job that you really want, you are gonna take that job very, very seriously. Like you gonna be sitting up, make sure your posture straight. Every time they answer a question, you are gonna be clear to the T, and you are gonna make sure that you gonna give them, you gonna give them the answer that they want and more. You know what I mean? You yeah. gonna throw, you gonna throw the extra frosting on the top of that job too. Well, I well, that's a good question, and I that's how you're gonna be, you're gonna be like Carlton just being that joke. That's a good question. Well, let me go ahead and back into what you said, and I have had recent detail in that type of field of work. You, I'm talking about you're gonna be like the most <clears throat> suit and tally that most in that in that field of work. Now, in my recent years, I've had a lot of experience coming. Like I'm talking about your whole voice and mannerism just changed because you're trying to get this job that you really want. I'm yeah. not saying don't put the extra effort in, but I'm saying you don't have to oversell yourself like that to the point where it's just like, this is a job that I really want. I might catch a lot of flock for this and be like, well, Funk, you must don't know that if it's a job you want, you're going to go hard. For it. Yes, you're going to go hard for it. But at the same time, the job should want you because not only from what they see on paper, people, okay, this, this is my thing. When it comes to jobs, here, here's the simple formula. Your resume is what they see on paper. The interview is what they see in front of them. Who are you? We see who you are on paper. Let's take the paper out of the equation. This is why I use this. I use this terminology life for everything. Just like when you just like when you do dating, right? Same concept. Damn, you look good on the outside. Let's take your looks out of the equation. What else do you what who, who are who are you really? So when you do a job interview, it's the same thing. We see on paper that you do this, 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 you have experience in this, this, this. Great. Aaron, let's take this out of the equation. Who is Aaron? I want to know about Aaron. Because I, I I know Aaron on paper. I know you on paper. I have the paper in front of me and I have the paper on my computer. Let's go ahead and throw this off the table. Aaron, who are you? What I, I motivates wanna, you, Aaron? What is some wanna, of your biggest strength? That's why they ask you questions like that. Aaron, what yeah. is your biggest strength and what is your biggest biggest weakness? That's why they ask questions. They see what's on paper, but now they want to know like what what type of employee are you gonna be? What, what do you do you handle pressure well? Can you make deadlines? Give me, give me, give me a time, give me a time that you succeeded and a time that you failed and how you that's why they ask you questions like that. Because they want to see who you are off paper. They don't want the, they don't want all this. I like I was a security guard. I like I train people. I get all that. We see all that. <laughs> Take that out. Yeah. Throw that over there. We want to know, Aaron, who are you? Who are you outside of what I see in front of me? I think for that, uh I want I want to ask this. What do you think is the make or break? That costs a lot of people their jobs when it comes to interviews. 
Uh, I mean, for real, for real, it could be a number of things, though. It, it's not, it's not so much about how you answer the questions, though. Like it, it well it depends on the it depends on the employer, but you know, because some some employers do judge you based on how you answer questions. But it could be a number of things. It could be answering questions. It can be they just brought they brought you an interview to feel out how they like I said they they looked at they they liked you on paper. But now they're trying to see you as a person. They was like, okay, well, the paper and the person don't match, so this ain't gonna work right here. Like that, that that might cause that might cause it. They be like, they be like, Aaron, Aaron is uh, he's qualified on paper, but when we bring him in, it's like, Aaron, this paper and you don't match. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this don't match. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and it's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like doing online dating, right? You mean that you're like, oh, you're like, dang, she look good. Then you meet her in person. This don't look like you. <laughs> you want to explain to me what this is? So it can be, it can be, a, it can be a number of factors to that. You know, what I mean, and an employer might, um, an employer might, they might can get some employers might just go off of body language, be like, yeah, I can tell you don't handle, he don't handle pressure too well. So oh, around here, this is a very critical job. This you you don't handle pressure. Oh, okay, well I threw I threw this scenario at you because this is something we go through on a day to day, and I don't think you're ready for this yet. You know what I mean? They it depends on the employer. They they can sense things about you that you might that you may not know. You know what I mean? That's just that's how some employers work. They're like, yeah, they like I can tell you I can tell you like that lazy employee. You're the you're. You're an employee that like I'm just coming here for a paycheck. We don't need no more of those around here. <laughs> like we don't need no more of those. I'm just here for a paycheck. Like trust me, I don't got time for y'all. I, I tell I, you, I, I hate. I hear about that. I can't stand the. I don't. He don't want to say hate, but I can't stand that. I'm just here for a paycheck. <laughs> I can't stand them. I tell you this though, like, and this son you you touched on this son you, you talked about is basically. Uh, what you said, like the main reason, like a lot of people, like don't get the job is they can't sell themselves. Like they don't know how to sell themselves. Yeah. Like they have it's it goes deeper than that. Like outside of the job, they have no people skills. Mm -hmm. So they don't know how to talk in certain situations. Like you you talk to the uh, hiring manager like you talk to your man's. It's, that's not your man's. No, nah, it's trying it's, to get a job. That's your man, bro. That's your, that's your boss. Right. You don't be like, hey, you're like, nah, man, that's crazy. Why you do that? Man? Like, nah, you're supposed to be like, you're like, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, sir. I think uh, with that, it's like people, they they just apply to like 400 jobs. And this is another thing I, I want to talk about. I, I see people all the time talk about, yeah, I applied to 400 jobs and I still ain't got a job. It, it's you. It's yeah. you. It's you, bro. It's you. First of all, you applied to 400 jobs. I don't even know 400 companies off the top of my head. I don't know 400 places I want to work for. I could, I, I, I ain't going to front. I probably applied for like 10 jobs a day, but I don't do no 400, though. Like, you know what I mean? You know. I, I think the biggest mistake people do is they just try to throw spaghetti at the wall hoping it sticks. You just applying for the sake of applying. Like, no. Nah. Hell nah, bro. You you gotta know what you applying for. Like, I'm not gonna apply for no downtown corporate job that I don't 
and I don't have no business even applying for like why would right. I waste my time and be like I want this I want this eighty thousand dollar job fam I don't have no qualifications for this job and you wonder why I apply and I don't get selected for it right they look like fam you don't why are you trying to apply for this job you don't qualify here and that's the thing like a lot of people. They don't know how to sell this job. Like, if it's a pretty cool job, you know, where like you dress casual, you can wear t-shirts and jeans and stuff like that. Then yeah, you can be like, all right, more, you know, people person. You right. can say, all right, you know, I like to have fun. You know, I got a pet dog and things like that. But first, you gotta check out the company, do some research. If they talk about dogs a lot, they talk about having fun, hanging out, then you can follow that vibe. But if they're more serious, Fortune 500 governmental job then you got to be stern you got to be uh straight faced and answer the questions in a very professional manner look the part you know dress, dress in that you know professional wear but when it's like more of a casual job you could wear like a plain black t-shirt plain white t-shirt blue t-shirt you know jeans but make sure it's casual you might even do a button up if you want to go the extra mile but I, I just think like a lot of people don't know how to sell themselves at all. They get in an interview and they just freeze. So I know earlier you gave like a job hack, right? Which is basically talking about every time you do something, you just put it on your resume. Mm -hmm. So like a job hack that I have is not even to look at it as an interview. You're having a conversation, right? So like a lot of people act like it's life or death. I'm not going to say what is, what's not, but I would say a lot of people act like it's the only job in the world that they will have a chance to have. And if they fail, then it's the end of the world. No, the way they look at it as if like they're on their hands and knees begging for a job for this company. There are a lot of jobs out there. There are a lot of jobs out there. And the way I approach is it differently, right? Um, a lot of people are not like me and funk, right? Not a people, you know, are not like the go-getter type, entrepreneurial type. So my approach to job isn't the typical approach. So like the way I approach the job is you're hiring me, right? I apply for this job, but you're catering to me. So here's what I offer. Here's what I can do for you. Now, what your problem is, I know how to solve it. Now, tell me everything you need done. We're going to work on getting that done. So in the interview, we do four or five rounds. I get to know the people. A lot of people, you know, talk about the jobs. They're like, okay, yes, okay, yes, okay. Get to know the people, right? All right, how do you like the job? What do you like to do off the clock? You know, have a conversation. Cause they like, all right, I like this person. You know, I hire this person. I hang out with this person. And for me actually being on the other side, you know, having some influence on hiring people, the people that we talk about are the people we see ourselves hanging out with. We see ourselves talking to at work. So if you ain't got no personality, you kind of boring. We like, mm -mm. like, like Funk said, your resume ain't matching who you are. Right. Like you're good on paper, but you know, I think you lied on your resume because I'm talking to you and you don't know what you're talking about. 
So I just think that, you know, people should look at it as like a conversation, a professional conversation, instead of like they're interviewing you and like this is, you know, make a break, life or death. There's if you don't get a job, you're not going to get the job. But what you should do is put your best foot forward every time you apply. Every time you get that interview, do your best. It ain't over, but do your best. Now, me and Ernie's approach to doing this is a little bit different. Like, mine's is, mine's is kind of the, the it's kind of like the, all right, let's get down to business kind of type of style of doing it, where it's just like, I go into an interview, you ask, you ask me questions, like, like you said, it's a conversation, but mine's is like, I'm gonna answer your question, cool, cool, this is what I always did a job, I bet. Now that I, now that I got you out of the way, what is this job? What is what does this job have to offer to me? That's what I know. Like, I'm. That's why I start getting into like, hey, what does the schedule look like on a day to day? What does the pay look like? What is the day to day task? What are the shifts looking like? I start. You start breaking all that down to me because you asking me all these. You you're asking me all these questions, scenarios, and stuff like that. Like I said, you're filling me out as a person. Cool. Now that you feel me out, now I'm about to feel what this job is out. I'm about to feel this job out, see what this job is about. What this shift is like. You might be like, well, what the like, well, how many, how many security guards you got? How many people you got on staff? What is the morale of the job looking like? Yeah. Trust me, that can tell you a whole lot about this job. And you know what's crazy? And I've and I've been on I've been around security long enough. And this was a hack that I learned about security that I I should have applied years ago. But Anytime, anytime a security company said like, man, this position is easy, do not take it. Yeah. Because if it's so easy, why y'all keep losing security guards? Turnover. Yeah. Why y'all keep losing? I'm like, and so they be that like, oh man, you know, this job is just easy. You know, I'm like, they say it's easy. <laughs> but trust me, this job comes with a lot of hell. It's, it's a lot of hell. You know what I mean? But the only thing about it is, I can't speak for a lot of other fields. I'm on, I can only speak for security because that's where I've been at. For yeah. so. But a lot of these, a lot of these um, secure, a lot of these head of security, they can't rattle, they can't rattle, they can't rattle me because of experience. Yeah. So they can come in and try to hit you with the, yeah. So can you handle that? Or man, this job's easy. Woo, 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 woo. But then when you get into the field and you see what's really going on, you be like, that fool lied to me. This job is hell. <laughs> You lied to me. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he be like, like it's it's happened to me, it's happened to me multiple times. Really, multiple times where they be like, man, you know this job is a simple job, easy, woo, woo, woo. Then you get your first and that's why, and that's why I say this is why I have the approach of anytime I anytime I've worked on a job, I say all it takes to me, all it takes is a month to me to figure out how the job really moves. All it takes me for a month, it'll take me six months, it'll take me a year. It takes me a month to figure out how the supervisor move, the flow of the job, the atmosphere. The job. It's I, I learned all that in a month to really see like, oh, this job, this job really is grinding. Oh, now I see why they be quitting. Oh, it's this particular security guard. Oh, he be snitching. Oh, yeah. this, you you learn all that. I learn all again. That might be me because I'm 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 a quick like doing security. I'm all about observation. So I can sit, I can say, I can see, I can learn a lot of things without saying anything. 
So that's just that's probably a skill that I have personally. But but that's what I say when I but when I go into interviews, I'm all business business. It's like okay, I did I did your part. Now what is this job about to offer to me? What what could this job benefit me? Especially me going to jobs that I already have experience with. Now you now it's really kind of just be like, look, I'm gonna be real with you. With all the experience I have, what do you guys what what could you guys do? For, what could you guys do for me? Like scheduling wise, pay wise. Because again, when you have experience, you have like when you have experience, you have leverage. I don't know if nobody ever gonna tell y'all that. When you have experience, you have leverage. Because like if you if you were the CEO at one company and then another company wants you as a CEO, guess what? They can't just take you for cheap. You're like, well, you know, I was a CEO for like five years over at Apple. And then Microsoft wants you now all of a sudden because they see what you did at Apple. Okay, what are you going to give me that's going to make me jump ship from Apple to Microsoft? So that's why I say, too, when you are, when you, when it's your first job, you try to go on a job, you try to go on a job with the respectful teaching. Yes, sir. Yeah, I did it. Because again, yeah. it's your first job. But when you go in it with experience, especially in a field that you've been in for a long time, you like fam. I mean, for like you, you don't say fam. I'm just, I'm just using that. As a, <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to say don't say fam. It's but, enough for me, dog. You know what I'm saying? But, but when you, but when you, uh, but when you have experience in the field, it's kind of almost like you just saying, all right, fam, all right, brother, cut to the chase. Let's get straight down to business. I see that you need security. I need to see security. You see what I bring to the table. What? What, what what could you guys do for me? What what with all my experience? What what could you you guys know what I'm bringing to the table? What are y'all bringing to the table? I would I would tell people um, with the way I do approach uh, jobs and businesses. Don't don't do it if you're not a business person, right? Yeah. I, I I tell people. Um, don't 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 use my approach if you're not if, if you want to be a business person don't do it um the reason i say that is because i do agree you know if you know nothing about the industry you're new put your best foot forward you know try to play the hand of who's hiring you try to abide by their rules and do what's best but when you have experience, right, and you know how to do business and you know how to leverage your experience from whatever industry doesn't matter into, you know, whatever job you're applying to, then you know how to pull certain cards, right? Mm -hmm. When you have a strong network, when you know certain people, when you have certain connections, uh, when you have people who are reaching out to you for opportunities, then you could kind of like, you know, has some stroke in the game, but if you don't, I would say approach it like, you know, approach it like you're new, like it's your first job. Right. Especially yeah. if it's something you really want. And I think something that uh, you was talking about, uh, people do forget they have a voice when it comes to an interview. Like I say, yeah. it's a conversation. You have a voice, you have say. Don't just say yes to everything. Do not say yes to everything. Cause they were like, all right, this person push up. We can get away with anything. No. If if you want something that gives you more time to spend with your family or more money or more whatever, right? You want to work in the mountains on vacation. Say that. 
say that. If the job doesn't have it, then that's not the job for you. You know, that's something I also want to talk about. People selling and then making themselves miserable. No one's doing that but you. Because the job told you up front, we only give you one day off. And you said, okay. So now you're mad because you only got one day off. Then they tell you you got one day off. Mm-hmm. They literally told you that. But because you took that job, you know what to do. But, you know, I think a lot of people do forget that they got a voice. And I, I want to talk about having the job, right? We talked about the interviews, talking about the resume. Now we got the job. You touched on it a bit as well. I think once you got the job, you got to kind of like, once you're new, try to feel people out. Because you're going to have people coming up to you. Hey, my name is so-and-so. It's like, okay, cool. Um, after that, you know, what do you think are like some things that let you know, all right, I'm going to be at this job for a while? Like I said, it's really all about what's, what's going to have you at the job for a while. Again, everybody's different, but it's all about the job atmosphere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you've seen a lot of people quit, and that job, that job has a lot of turnover, that, that, that's going to tell you you probably don't want to stick around for a while. You you That, that kind of gives you the idea of like, eh, it's not going to be long-term here for me. Cause you you already know the vibe over it. Like mm-hmm. I had a I had a security job where the 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 captain the the the, the main guy right. Let me just say that he was like the, the manager. We're gonna say he's manager. My man like we we just doing our job. My man would my man would literally sneak on the property. My man would literally watch from the from the parking lot with binoculars just to see what's going on. Like my man would literally park his truck behind the dumpster just to sneak to see, sneak in the office. I say yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Stuff like that kind of- <laughs> In the dumpster. What type of, and again, like I, like I was on patrol and my man was, cause it was, a, it was a Whole Foods on the property too. He literally was sitting outside of the Whole Foods and he was like, hey, it's a nice day we have. And I'm like, it is, but, I thought it was your day off. The hell you doing up here sitting in front of the Whole Foods with regular clothes on? We would have events. <laughs> like I'm just saying, like we would have we would have events on the on the property, and Slim would literally be walking in the crowd with regular clothes on because he's trying to catch you doing something you're not supposed to be doing. It's like it kind of gives you just like, okay, so you're that you're that boss. We're just like you take your job so serious that. You make the you make the rest of the job you make the rest of the job hard too. Oh okay, and then you wonder why a lot of people quit. Cause like he he literally came up with stuff like mandatory overtime. I bro, I'm working I've been working for a long time. I ain't never heard mandatory overtime. Yeah, I ain't never heard no stuff like that before. I, I like overtime is like hey, earn. Yo, we got some overtime hours available. You want them? Yeah, I will, I'll take them. I right, bet. Nah, I can't do overtime. All right, cool. Not mandatory overtime. Mandatory overtime. What is that? Like, there's a thing. You 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 can force me to stay here that long. Oh yeah, nah, bro. So there's a. It, it always starts from the higher up. The shows who. It always starts from the higher up. Whether it shows like if you're going to be at a job long term or not. Mm-hmm. Mm, it always tells a lot. Because if, if the high, if the if the if, if leadership up top is bad. Oh, you already know. You already know everything at the bottom is 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 in shambles. 
Yeah. And Jambos. I, I, I tell you, uh, the way I look at how you know you're going to be a job uh, for a long time is the three P's, you know, good people, uh, good purpose, and good pay. So that's, that's really what I sum it up to, you know, good people. I'm not saying they got to be your best friends, but they're they're there and they help you along. Like if you need help with something, you know, they got you, they make the job easier. Right. And and that's something that's really important. Like if you need something real quick, somebody can reach out to that's something that's real helpful, like a real team environment. I say if a job is really trying to solve a problem, it's not just, you know, Oh, we're just here just to exist. That kind of gives you a reason to work. Right. Like to feel like you're really doing something meaningful. I think that's what's going to keep you around and good pay. Cause let's be honest, <laughs> like I think one of the best things to come out of 2022 was like the, tr- the pay transparency, all these jobs got to show their pay that they put in. So I, I think, you know, making enough to where the job makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, all right, I can do this job for this amount. Right. And it may not even be your target amount. But if it's good enough to where you could take care of yourself, take care of your family and do everything you want to do, you got time to move up and make more. But if it's a good number for you to work and not feel annoyed, be like, oh, I don't get paid enough for this. I I think that's something that's great. So that's something that keep you around for a long time. And uh, I, I think one of the best things is just like why you at the job. It don't mean, you know, the job is your life. Right. Because the last, you know, gig I was at, you know, I was pretty much spoiled. Like, I'd be like, hey, I'm, I just don't want to come into work. They were like, all right. <laughs> and I'd be off doing something else, you know. Uh, and it's like uh, a lot of people um, where I used to work, you know, it, it we were spoiled, man. Like, a lot of us had, like, other side gigs and things we were doing. They were like, what y'all doing? And they helped promote it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Put money in our pockets. So like, you know, we, we come to work in meetings and do rags and, you know, fitted caps and bonnets and these, let me, let me just phrase that right now. These were closed group meetings, not company wide meetings. You had to take that off. Right. When it's company wide, all the departments in one meeting, take that off. When it's smaller groups, like eight to 10 people, you can have your mumu on. We don't care. We know you at home. (laughs) So I, I just think like qualities like that, right? You know, purpose, you know, pay and the people really solidifies what makes a great company. I think that's why people be there for like tons of years. Sometimes you gotta be careful with pay. Let me tell y'all why. Everybody, everybody wants to get paid. Everybody wants to get paid. And again, get your money. I always tell you get your bag, but what a lot of people do is they get so comfortable at a job. I'm talking about like they will literally stay in the same position for 20, 30 something years. Never move up, but they comfortable. You know what I mean? They'll complain about the job day in and day out. Pay trash and it like the pay is, you know what I mean? You ain't you think oh, I'm making this, so I'm good right here, but I'm like some people will stay in a position for a long some people stay in position for a long time with a company for a long time they and again because they just like what well, they paying me 
that's great. I get it. I mean, I'm assuming you're doing this job and the super nigga won't pay you. But what do you like? What do you see? Like, what do you see? Like, what is your goal with this with this job? With this job? What's your what's your purpose here? Cause I had a I had a manager who was always saying like he was never going to move up or he never wanted to move up. Cause I in my mind I was like, if you're doing all this work and you don't never want to move up, then what you doing here? They paying you, that's great. What you doing? Why why you still want to work here if you don't want to move up? That's how I look at a lot of people. Like a lot of people would be like, oh well, I'm like, like well, I work Monday through Friday. So you will rather stay in a miserable position because you get weekends off. I mean that don't that don't add up. You work you work Monday through like I'm not leaving the job because it's Monday through Friday. I'm gonna be real with y'all. People, people, listen to me, listen to me. As a person who had Monday through Friday off, it's nothing special. It's cool, but it's nothing special. You're oh, I get Monday through Fridays off. Okay. What you gonna do for two days? I can't speak for Aaron. Them two days I sleep. Or oh, I go do DoorDash or something. I'm sewing, you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, me and Aaron still got a film, so you're still doing so you're still doing something. So at the end of the day, it's like you're not leaving a job because it's Monday through Friday. Oh, okay. So a job paying you with no benefits, you gonna still stay there? I I wouldn't stay in no job ain't giving you no type of benefits, nothing. But the pay good. So you you wanna stay at a job that's not gonna cover health insurance, life insurance, give you stock options. So so let me get you rather stay at a job where you can't retire. Cause you ain't gonna have no full one okay or nothing when it's all said and done. So you ain't gonna have nothing to retire with, but you stay in there because you get weekends off. That's why I tell people, don't get like, yeah, they I think I think too when I went to when I went to my when I went to my when I went to my trade school, I failed by the way, I don't judge me. <laughs> I just stopped going. They wasn't yeah, but it wasn't they didn't what they what we was talking about in the beginning didn't match, but the lady, the lady, um, she has three questions. She asked, she said, what did she say? What are you looking for? She said, salary, satisfaction, and security. And she was shocked because I didn't pick salary. I didn't pick that. I think I picked, I think I picked, uh, I think I picked security or satisfaction. I, I forgot which one I picked, but I didn't pick salary. And she said, wow, why did you pick salary? Because at the end of the day, the money all the money always gonna beat it. Like I said, the money always gonna beat it. That's why that's why everybody always say don't do it for the money, cause the money always the money gonna beat it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the money gonna beat it, but if you if you don't feel no satisfaction doing this job, why are you here? If there's no if there's no security in this job, why are you here? But if you just doing it, I'm just doing it for a paycheck. I mean, everybody get up and go. Everybody go get up and work for a paycheck. But I guarantee you, half of them get up and go work for a paycheck don't like the job that they're working at. They only stand because what? Oh, it because it got good benefits. So 
you you doing a whole bunch of work because it got good benefits. Yeah, but they pay they pay me good, but the benefits. So you just making good benefits. So the pay good and benefits, like, but do you like working here? Is there is there opportunity here? Yeah. If there's no opportunity here, why are you staying? You know what I'm saying? Like, why why are you here? Because like, like, especially especially when you especially when you get a certain age, when you young, 19, 20, 21, you probably can take a job that ain't got no benefits. Cause you why? You still live with your parents, you still on your parents' insurance, you good for it. You ain't really tripping about that. You don't got that many responsibilities. As you get older, and this job, like that's why that's why when you go into job interviews, you're like, what job benefits looking like? You start asking more in-depth questions. All right, I got paid out the way. What job benefits looking like? Yeah. Y'all got me, I do have benefits, right? Oh yeah, y'all, y'all don't have benefits? What does y'all benefits cover? Y'all got y'all got four no case. So how does how does that how does that you start asking these type of questions because it's like if I'm gonna be here, I wanna make sure every dollar that I'm getting and all the time that I'm coming in is is used. It's worth I, it. It's very viable while I'm here. Yeah. Because if, like, if my time and my if my time and my money is not you being used viable while I'm here, I don't need to be here. I don't need to be here. If if the money I'm making is not going to uh, a retire a four and okay so I can retire. I don't need to be here. If I can't, if I get sick, if I can't, if I get sick and can't go to the hospital because I ain't got no damn benefits, I'm over here damn near on my deathbed. They be like, "Oh, fam, you ain't got no insurance. You better take some rope and touch me." Be all right. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm not. I can't. I can't be here. Yeah. Because it, it don't fit what I'm looking for. So it's like. Everything you said, good people. I've been in good jobs. I got amazing people. What was the second one? What purpose? Oh, people, purpose, and pay. Look, I've been in jobs with good people. Uh-huh. I've been in, I've been at jobs where they had purpose. Damn, you know it's crazy. I was like, I think I only been at one job where it's like I had a purpose, but that purpose got derailed. Yeah, I just I'm gonna have to hold off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be real, especially when I was when I was in law school. I, I'm gonna be real with you. At that time, it was kind of like it was kind of their doing, and it was kind of my. I'm I'm, all, I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put myself in that position. I'm not. Mm-hmm. It was their fault. No, it was that was kind of on me too. But it kind of got derailed anyway. But it's it's all right. And then same thing with same thing like Ross and TJ Maxx. I, I'm be real with you. I kind of probably be real. I wasn't gonna move up in TJ Maxx anyway. Not with that. Yeah. Not, uh, not with that. Not with that manager. I wasn't gonna go nowhere. To be honest with you. So, but purpose. I think. Well, I, I put it like this. And before I get to earn, good people I've met, especially coming from especially coming from retail. Yes, being a guy in the store full of ladies is a good <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good people. Endless dangers. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Made a lot of girls smile in it. <laughs> but purpose, I will honestly say I never really had a purpose being in security. Mm-hmm. 
because there's really no purpose to security. There's really no there's really no security in security, to be honest with you. Because you can wake up one day, you can wake up one day and like your job can be gone because they're like, oh yeah, we lost the contract. They don't care. Like security is one of them jobs, like they don't really care. You're not gonna get a whole bunch of write-ups. They're not gonna like they're just like once they're done, they're like, hey, uh, the higher ups don't like you, so gotta go. Right. You know? I literally like and and I and I say I was gonna get Aaron, but this is my last this is my last point, John. <laughs> this is my last point. <laughs> this is my last point though. Because even even working at the Canada dispensary, I did everything I can. I'm talking about I'm talking about anytime we have anytime we had big people come in, I'm over there in front of the camera, advertising, woo, 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 woo. I'm over like, yo, check this out. I'm like, I'm showing, I'm showing how fun the shop is. No one else is doing it, but I'm doing it, right? And then on top of that, when the company got bought, they should they they were about to shake my hand and let me go. So it kind of shows you that there's really no security. You like you could be the best you can be and still and still get walked like it was yeah. like a, you know man I'm over like yeah like like I'm the, the owner seeing me the own me and the owner like and this is why I say like nobody's your friend because the owner came to me every day appreciate you for the shove you always hear good spirit blah 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 but when they but Aaron you know and I know better than anybody when they get you with the hey we appreciate everything you did with that handshake that means what they about to let you go. But unfortunately, I guess by good graces I stayed, but it's really no like I never really had no purpose being there. It was just I'm just here. So now my purpose is a lot bigger than with these companies, like what is my purpose gonna be working here? Yeah. You know? I I also say like that happens more often than not. Like every time you ask about people's jobs, they always say that I hate their job. Everybody, almost almost everybody you hear hates their job. I think right. it was so crazy because like at the time, like I was the only person like I like my job. I think my job's pretty cool, you know. But everybody else like, oh, I hate my job, da da da. And they try to like demonize all work and things like that. No, it's your job. You need another job. That's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> and like a lot of people like I'm be my own boss, fam. You can't even get up on time. You talk about being your own boss. Cut it out. You need another job. You're not even built like that. You have no discipline. I I would say that to people like that, those are what you call holdover jobs, right? Right. You know, maybe the well is dried up. Maybe you don't have enough money in the bank. You just need something to hold you over. Um, and I'm I'm not a stranger to that. But what comes with that is having a plan. Uh, what comes with that is, all right, this is a holdover job. I'm not meant to stay uh, for a long term. This is just for me to get myself up. And then when it's time for me to get to where I want to be, I can move on to that. Uh, and that is kind of like, you know, you don't even have to like your job. It's just paying you to get to that next level. Because right. that's life. You know, we're not always going to want to do things we don't want to do. But we have to do things we have to do. That's 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 not up for discussion. So I will say that, like, when it comes to people who hate their jobs, you know, 
uh, market yourself, you know, put yourself in that position, have a plan to get yourself where you want to be. But don't be that type of person to get to where you want to be. Oh, I just don't like it because it has these things I just don't like. If nine out of 10 things are good, but that one thing isn't good, it's a good job. It might not have that one thing, but it's a good job because no job is perfect. You know, it's going to be some jobs that don't got everything. But I, I would say uh, to your other point, sell yourself, but don't sell your soul. Mm-hmm. I, I put it like that. Sell yourself, put your best foot forward. Don't sell yourself because you know um, there's no real security in anything, but all we could do is do the best we can right. and then put ourselves in the best position after that. So a, a lot of people, you know, they go, oh, I just don't like the work for pay and this and that. I was just talking to my mans uh, last week about that. Uh, and just like you said, once you get older, you start to care about certain things more. You know, like you said, when you're a kid, I could take this low salary. I can take, you know, no days off. I can take um, no real benefits because I'm a kid and I live with my parents and I'm what, 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't really need all that. I'm on my mom's health insurance. I don't need health insurance. <laughs> Cause, but it's like once you're a dog, you know, and you're getting up there in age and uh, some of us have kids. It's like, you know, what's the health insurance? You know, do you also cover my kids? You know, do you have PTO? How much is it? Because I got family events. I want to spend time with my family. I want to travel, do things like that. Do you have certain type of uh, features and certain type of benefits? You know, I think one of the best benefits is, you know, pregnancy, you know, because if you're at a company and they're good, you can take time off, not just your wife take time off, but you can as well. So you can be there and have family moments because all I'll say to wrap it up for my end is at the end of the day, your job is not your life, right? And I talk about people, purpose, and pay, but the one thing that makes a job really good is they force you to separate job and work. Yeah. They, they, they don't say, oh, well, you can't. No, they literally say, all right, you work all the time. Go take a break. Go vacation. Like, And that's one thing I appreciate against, one thing I appreciate that my last job had. They will push you out the door, right? Because if you're not taking breaks, you're not your best self. You're stressed out. You're burned out. And if you're not spending time with your family, you're resentful. You're hurt. You're mad at the job and you're not doing your best self. So you will always have jobs. You'll always have time to work, but you don't always have time to watch your family grow old and watch your family grow up and have those special moments. So if you ever out there looking for a job, make sure it's a job that wants to have you separate job and work. I'm a, I'm a, in, I'm in my piece too by saying this though, just real quick and It's always good to network because you never know who you know. You never know who can put you where and can mm-hmm. take you and can take you places. Yeah. Whatever though, I always tell people this: just because you know them and just because they might 
they could say something, you don't know how much pool they really got. Because mm -hmm. I always, I always, I've, I've, I've been through that before where people be like, yo, send me your resume and I can do this, this, and this. I send them my resume and nothing never happens. So this is why I say, like, it's good to network. Put your, like, always have your resume out there. Boom, 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 boom. Like, they be like, yo, send me your resume. Send me your resume. Hey, what's your email? Send me your resume. Cool. But don't sit there and be like, yeah, it's just going to give me a job. You don't know that. You don't know how much pool they got. They might don't have no pool at all. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying, like, it's good to always network, you know? Somebody might come to Earn and be like, hey, Earn, like, we we seen we seen you on we seen you on your we seen your podcast. We want to interview we you know we want to interview or send me your resume or send me a clip from send me one of your podcast clips, and we'll send it over to uh one of our radio stations and move over. I mean, Aaron gonna send it. Now, how much pool they got? Aaron, that's just that was just wait. It's Aaron time to just wait and see. Like, hey. He might be a funk man, dude. Uh, say he he like my he like the podcast. Send him a clip, and we gonna see what happens. I'm gonna like, send them a link. They can find a clip themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you, you, say you send them the link. That's why I always tell people now. That I, that's the type of person I am now. People be like, "Yo, send me this, cool." But I, I don't I don't hold I don't hold nobody to anything nowadays. Even when I market the podcast, it's the same way. People be like, yo, you got a podcast? Send me the link. I can send somebody a link three times. And they still be like, yo, well, still. I'm like, fam, you're not going to watch it. Just say that, bro. I'm not going to keep sending you the link. Just like somebody, like, you send me your resume. I send you the resume. And then I keep and then I keep seeing them. Yo, I'm going to send your resume. I, I got caught. I'm going to send your resume tomorrow. All right, cool. Yo, hey. Hey, hey, I might lost the link. I'm like, if you lost it, bro, don't worry about it. Cause it, it kind of shows it kind of shows that the that your dedication is not that serious, so that's why I learned to leave. I learned to leave networking. Networking is one of them things you just be like, I'm gonna send you my resume because I'm serious. It's, it's not like I'm I'm like yo, Aaron, can I see my resume tomorrow? Yo, Aaron, I ain't get a chance to see my resume. That kind of shows that you're not serious about it. Yeah. But if the moment you tell me, hey, send me your resume, I'll send my resume to you. Now it's up to your part. But I'm a person, I'm a person of, I'm going to do my part, you do yours. If I do my part, you don't do yours, I'm going to just keep it stepping. That's just, how, that's just how I get down. So networking is important, but at the end of the day, you got to know who you're networking with, but don't depend on it. Get help. It's always good to have help. You don't got to do everything by yourself. Yeah. But, don't, but, don't, but don't, don't sit there and depend on it and sit by. I had to tell somebody that too. My mom will give me this type of job. You don't know. You don't know your mom got pulled like that. Yeah, it's up to you. You know what I mean. It's up to you. But before we head up our head, you got anything else want to talk to people about? I think I already preached enough. You know what I mean. Now it's time for y'all to get up off y'all asses and go get them jobs, man. Yeah. I I tell y'all this. I tell y'all my quick thirty seconds. Work smart, play harder. Take your PTO. Take your break. Because if you die, they're gonna feel somebody else Yo, in your position. I say that shit. I say that all They're gonna feel somebody else in your position, and that's it at the end of the day. And you did so much for this company. You spent X amount of years, you did X amount of things for this company, and you just got replaced. That's exactly so work smart, 
play harder, take your PTO, go hit Bora Bora, Cancun, enjoy yourself. That's exactly why I didn't take Laws of Vengeance so serious because I was like, at the end of the day, they got insurance for this. Yeah. I said, but see, the thing is, they can recuperate and get that back. But let, let something happen to you on a job. You know what they're going to say? Damn, that's crazy. That's now, crazy. Now we got to replace it. Like, they're going to just be like, oh, he was, he was a good employee. Now they got to sit there and replace me. They don't, they don't care. You just, you just a body. That's it. Yeah. You're it's just really a body. Just body. I'm, so. As crazy as it seems, you're just a number. So, right. That's it. Spend time with your family. Take care of yourself. It's your boy, Aaron Fuentesetti. And you guys already know what it is, man. Keep growing, keep grinding. The work don't stop, the grind don't stop. Till you get to where you need to go. It's fun with Doug Jones. And we are out here. Peace. Later.